Thank you for joining us online. Next Level Church exists to lead people to become fully engaged followers of Jesus. We would love to hear what God is doing in your life. Email us at mystory@nextlevelchurch.com or join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. For location and service times, visit nextlevelchurch.com locations. And if you're interested in getting involved with Next Level by giving, go to nextlevelchurch.com give. We hope you enjoyed this message and have a great day. of Next Level Church here in Southwest Florida. And I just want to say a quick welcome to all of our locations. Our Bonita Springs location happening all weekend. Our Gateway location. All of our services at our Fort Myers location. And of course, all of you who are participating online, welcome to you. Our hope is that something is said or done or sung or communicated in some way this weekend that would make you go, yes, and feel like you're more a, full, a more fully engaged follower of Jesus Christ. So come on, every location, let's welcome everybody that's participating this weekend. So glad that you are here. Well, this weekend, we are beginning a brand new series that we're calling We Are the Church. And I'm so excited because for the next several weeks, we're going to be talking about this greater thing that every single one of us are a part of. See, I think it's so easy for us, isn't it, church, to, to come in, to drink coffee every weekend, to, to like what's going on. It's, it, it's even possible for us to come in and, and have God doing a really good work in our heart and touching and changing our lives in so many ways and yet never realize the bigger thing that we're a part of. See, when we're a part of a local church like Next Level Church, we're a part of something so much bigger. Because the truth of the matter is the church of Jesus Christ is a movement that began, as we just saw in that video, 2,000 years ago in Jerusalem on the other side of the world. Like, I don't even know which way to point. Jerusalem. Like, that's crazy, you guys. And to think that this movement called the Church of Jesus Christ has survived all kinds of crazy things and is still alive and well today is downright amazing. It's miraculous. Yes. I mean, when you think about the fact that the United States of America is only 241 years old, but the Church of Jesus Christ is over 2,000 years old, what? Uh my goodness, like that's awesome, you guys. And we're going to talk more about the history of the church and this thing that we're a part of next weekend. But here's what we need to know. Every single one of us are a part of the movement called the local church of Jesus Christ. We are the church. 
See, when you attend one of our locations on the weekend, guess what? You're not just attending a social club. This isn't just a religious institution. This isn't just something we check the box and, and say, well, we put in our hour this week. This isn't something we do that just encourages us and makes us feel good and warm and fuzzy on the inside. No, we're a part of the church of Jesus Christ, and that's a huge deal. And that's what we're going to be talking about for the next several weeks in this We Are the Church series. And so this weekend, to get us started, to kick this thing off, I want to talk about all that God has done through our specific church, Next Level Church here in Southwest Florida. And we're going to reflect on 2017 and all that God has done over the previous 12 months, and then we're going to zoom forward and have kind of a vision weekend where we're, we're looking into all that God could possibly do through you and I, His church, His bride, in 2018, 2019, even what we're calling our 2020 vision. That's what we're going to talk about this weekend. And so every year, we as a leadership team of Next Level Church, we, we go to God, and essentially we, we pray and we ask the Lord, God, would you give us for lack of a better term, a rallying cry that we can rally around as a leadership team, as a staff, as, as coaches, as assistant coaches, as admin coordinators, as, as serve team members, that, as a whole church that we can rally cry around. And it's last fall after the hurricane, we were together at an offsite one day and, and we just, as a leadership team, just started to sense this, this feeling that, that the rallying cry for our church for 2018, for this next foreseeable season, should be go to and grow the harvest. That we as a church are called to go to and grow the harvest. And see, this is what Jesus said. He said, go and make disciples. Church, listen, Next Level Church is not just going to ever be a church where we just kind of come in and find our seat and sit and enjoy the show and walk away. And by the way, if you're here, and that's what you think this is, oh, you are going to love what we're talking about because this is way more than that. God has called us to go to the harvest. There are so many who are hurting, so many who are broken, so many who are discouraged, so many who are lost, so many who are searching in the region of Southwest Florida, in our nation, in our world. And we as a church are going to be the kind of church that goes to those people. We are going to go to the harvest. But we're not just going to go. That when we reach them, when we love on them, when they come back into the fold, the family of God, we're going to grow the harvest. Jesus said, go and make disciples. And that's what we as a church are going to rally around. That's what we're going to be a part of. That's what we're going to do. And can I tell you, God is opening some incredible doors of opportunity for Next Level Church. So in the midst of all of this kind of getting our go-to and grow the harvest rallying cry as a church, we then started it to, to we saw this, this one particular passage of scripture from the book of Isaiah chapter 54 that just started to fall out almost. And one of our pastors from another city, a wife, kind of emailed Sarah and I over the summer and, and gave us a word from the Lord. And inside of it was this passage. And then something else happened, another conversation, and it just kind of came up. And one morning I was sitting in my, my chair at home praying and reading the word. And I turned to Isaiah 54 and I said, that's a word for us. And so like two or three different times, this word, this, this passage just came up. And we suddenly realized this is part of the rallying cry. This is what God's calling us to in the next season. I want you to see it. Isaiah chapter 54, verses 2 and 3. Here's what it says. Enlarge the place 
of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. I love this part. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out. Come on, somebody. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations. Oh, I'm going to preach on that sometime. Dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. That's what God's calling us to. So this weekend, on Vision Weekend, here's what I want to do. I want to break down that passage. And I want us to look at how God is calling us as a church. How God's positioning us as next level church. Church, your church, my church, our church together. The bride of Christ here in Southwest Florida. How he's positioning us. So what does that look like for us? Well, here's the first part of it. He says, enlarge the place of your tent. What are we called to do? What do we believe God is calling us as next level church to do in the coming days? God's calling us, church, to enlarge the place of our tent. We have never been in such an incredible position as a church to take ground for the kingdom of God as we are today. Looking back over 2017, I'm just telling you, next level, 2017 could be one of, if not the greatest years of ministry that Next Level Church has ever known in our 15 plus, almost 16 years of existence. Think of this, you guys know over the last couple of years that we've not only just had our general fund financially, but then God has challenged us as a church to not just be a giving church, a tithing church, but to be a truly generous, becoming an extravagantly generous church. And so for the last two years, we've set a goal. Our Kingdom Builders Fund, where we, where we fund people, places, partnerships, and projects. Missions opportunities globally, opportunities nationally. And we're going to talk about a few of those here in a minute. And even then regionally, how we, we fund those. Our Kingdom Builders goal for 2017 was $1.5 million. And we, we mentioned it a few weeks ago, but it bears repeating and it's worth celebrating again. Guys, we didn't just hit 1.5 million because of your generosity and the Lord's provision. We went over our Kingdom Builders goal in 2017. It's incredible. Yes. And here's the thing. That's not just about dollars and cents. That's about life change. That those dollars represent opportunities for us to make a huge difference for the gospel's sake across literally to the four corners of the earth. It's incredible. Just here in our weekend services over the last year in 2017, think of this. We had over 1,320 people say yes to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's incredible. I'm not a math wizard, but that's about three people a day for every single day of last year. How cool is that? And we baptized, we saw 200 people take their next step into water baptism in 2017. Absolutely incredible. And that's just our weekends. That doesn't include what God did through Collide, our student ministry, on Wednesday nights. That doesn't include everything that God did nationally. We're going to celebrate that later on in our service in terms of our next level coaching and how God's used our church mightily to impact our entire nation. I think about our global partnerships, ministries like A21 that focuses on rescuing boys and girls out of the human trafficking, sex trafficking, human slavery thing. 
In nations like Greece and Bulgaria and the Ukraine, literally every week, you guys, because of our partnership with A21, because of your generosity, we receive reports and updates of actual boys, actual girls who are being rescued out of sex trafficking because of you. You're a part of that. We're a part of that. God's used our church with A21 to do that. Our partnership with Compassion International, our partnership with Biblical Life Ministries, think of this, that are literally planting Bible colleges training indigenous pastors in Kenya in other nations of Africa and Europe and God's given them a vision for for over a hundred nations to see Bible training schools. Last year through Biblical Life Ministries we trained several hundred pastors who now have the tools they need to shepherd and teach and disciple their flocks in, in under banyan trees and I don't even know what a banyan tree is guys it's awesome what God's done God is calling us to enlarge our tent and he has truly done that already but can I just tell you this is only the beginning When I think about what God is giving us the opportunity to do in terms of expanding the vision, enlarging the place of our tent, I get excited. Zooming back down locally, Isaiah says that you are to spread out to the right and to the left. And so we're taking that quite literally. You guys know that over the last several months, we've been mentioning that we believe now is the time for us to launch our Cape Coral location. And I'm so excited about this. And I want you, Next Level Church, to be in prayer with us because we are believing from God that he's going to provide us with a permanent facility in Cape Coral to launch with. We're believing God for that. Come on. Can I get an amen for that? So over the last several months as we've been praying about this Cape Coral location and launching it prayerfully this year, we know that every time God moves in a great way, he always calls a leader to lead that charge. And so over the last several months as we've been praying, there was, there was just this stirring of, God, who do you want that leader to be? Who do you want that couple to be to rise up and lead the charge into Cape Coral for us as a church? And as Sarah and I and other members of our leadership team were praying about that, there was, there was one name, one couple that just kept coming up. And so we met with them, we went to their house, and we had dinner with them, and we kind of threw out the vision of a what if, and could this be God? And they agreed that they would pray with us, and We asked them to pray, and about a month later, after praying and seeking the Lord, they came back to us, and they said, you know what? We believe this is God. We're in. And so, church, I'm excited to announce to all of us, our whole church, this weekend, that Pastor Lewis and Lisa Quintero are going to be leading the charge into Cape Coral. Yeah. So awesome. Now, of course, if you're a part of the Next Level family, you know that Lewis and Lisa already have a job. They are the campus pastors for our Bonita Springs location. And Bonita Springs, you know this already because we were down there a few months or a few weeks ago making this announcement to you guys. But church, I want you to know that we're so excited that Pastor Charles and Stacy Ross are going to be leading the charge at Bonita Springs now. So awesome. So you guys, guess what? I don't want you to just, just hear about it. I want you to see it. And so they are here with us right now. And so I'm going to end this service. I'm going to ask them to come on up here. Join me with my wife, Sarah. Come on, welcome them. <laughs> Pastor Lewis and Lisa, Pastor Charles and Stacy. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my goodness. You guys, a wise mentor said a long time ago, Matt, the, one of your biggest keys to success is to find people who are better than you and smarter than you and more capable than you and better looking than you. <laughs> 
And so I did that. So I did that. So you know what? You've been hearing me talk about it. Pastor Lewis, talk about yeah. Kid Coral. You and Lisa, so excited. Man, we are so thankful and excited. Now, I want to first honor you guys and say thank you to Pastor Matt and Pastor Sarah for your love, uh, your care, your belief in us. Um, you just have no idea. And so thank you. Um, and many of you guys may not know this, but um, I grew up in Cape Coral when uh, almost 20 years ago, my family and I moved from, the, from Columbia, literally South America, to the United States. We landed in the city of Cape Coral out of all the places in the U.S. <laughs> wow. uh, and so like Pastor Matt was saying, when we were praying, we just had this sense that God was up to something really special. And so, hey, if you're from Cape Coral, I just want you to know, man, we're so excited to yes. get to know you. We're excited about what God's going to do. We have this sense that God's going to do something amazing. Come on. Uh, and we're excited to build a team, uh, to build a launch team to get, just to start doing life together. And, and the truth is there's over 170,000 people yes. in the city of Cape Coral Come on. that we're going to be able to impact with the love of Jesus. And so yes. I cannot wait for that. That's the harvest, man. Come on. That's the harvest. Yeah. That's right. It's amazing. <laughs> Down south, Bonita Springs, Charles and Stacy. Come on, brother. Well, we are so incredibly excited. And, and again, Pastor Matt and Pastor Sarah, thank you so much. You've invested so much in us, and you've loved us through so much. We love you. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Pastor Lewis and Lisa, you guys are amazing leaders, and we are so grateful for the foundation that you've placed in First Coconut Point and now Bonita Springs that we get to build on. That's right. You all know that we launched a campus a year and a half ago in the Coconut Point Movie Theater, and Hurricane Irma just tore through that movie theater, and God used that yep. one event to strategically place us on Bonita Beach Road, which is the busiest road in Bonita Springs. And you guys, we are so excited to be out from the hiding and out in front yes. right there in Bonita yes. Springs. Bonita Beach Road is right there on the line of those who have a whole lot and those who have a little. Yep. And so the thing that's common among all of them is that they're broken among them all. That's right. And so we are so excited about the call to just bring Jesus to those who are in fancy suites and those who are living on Hurricane Irma ravaged streets. We're just excited about relaunching Woo. this Bonita Springs location over the next several weeks, and we're excited for it. Yes. Come on, everybody, every location. Give it up for these guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. We love you guys. My goodness. Bonita Springs, listen, it's going to happen. Get ready. We're going to relaunch, remarket. We're going to let North Naples and Bonita, Be or Bonita Springs, we're going to let everybody in South Lee County and North Collier know next level is here, baby. And I'm excited. So, Bonita, let's go. Let's go. It's a beautiful thing. See what I did? Yo, Quiero, I got this. I got this. Hey, let me pause for just a second and, and, and talk to Gateway, okay? So we got Cape Coral to the west, Benita to the south. Gateway, you represent the east, east of I-75, Lehigh Acres, Alva. It's amazing. Gateway, listen, I'm so excited. Between now and Easter, I have such great expectation. Pastor Gabe and Stacy, Dan and Steph, your whole team out there. I was just out there for a staff meeting last week. You know what? There's such an urgency in all of us in our spirit that God has positioned Gateway. We're just getting started. We're four years. Our four-year anniversary with Gateway is this March, and I believe this is just the beginning. So Gateway, come on, everybody. Let's see that facility bursting at the seams. So Cape Coral to the west, Bonita Springs to the south, Gateway to the east. Fort Myers, let's talk about that for a little bit. 
It's hard to believe that this April will be seven years since we left South Fort Myers High School and moved into our own permanent facility at Fort Myers. And if you attend one of our four services at our Fort Myers location, you know it's a lot of people moving in and out of a little bitty building. But we've been faithful and God's been faithful. And so I'll be honest with you, over the last year or so, maybe even more, our heart's been stirring is there something more at this central? Is there something more at Fort Myers? And just, just is this location capable of reaching and making a greater impact? And so Fort Myers location, I want you to be praying with us because literally in the next few days, we are going to go under contract so we can keep doing more due diligence over the potential of purchasing some additional acreage uh, of land right around our building. I think we have a video of some flyover footage of, of the potential of what could be possible. In Fort Myers, I want you to know our dream is that we could build a 1,500-seat auditorium on this property. And we think that adding this acreage could give us the ability to connect to Metro Parkway and have an exit off of our building to Metro Parkway, which Fort Myers, you know, that would be huge. Additionally, we're going to be able to tap into city sewer, which doesn't stink. I've been dying to say one of those jokes, and I just, I, it, felt, it felt right, and only now do I regret it a little you guys, I'm just telling you, Fort Myers, come on, pray with us, man. What could God do? We believe this location with that kind of a facility could grow to a church of 5,000 people just in this one location. Guys, we believe what God wants to do here in all of our locations is incredible. So Cape Coral to the west, Gateway to the east, Benita to the south, Fort Myers in the middle. Let's talk for a few minutes about our Fort Myers Dream Center in our downtown Dunbar communities. My, oh my, just in case you forgot. God is up to incredible things in downtown Fort Myers. It is happening. And God has positioned us, think of this, with a 46,000 square foot building, former grocery school, uh, grocery store, turned charter school, turned Fort Myers Dream Center. And here's the coolest part. We are only occupying 5,000 square feet of that 46,000 square foot facility now. And we have our Wednesday night Collide student ministry happening there, our Adopt-A-Blocks on Saturdays where we're going out and serving the community. We have formed a partnership and leased out a piece of that, about 2,500 square feet of, it, of that 5,000 to the Fort Myers Police Department. And so they are literally right next door in our building, next door to our operations center where our students are meeting on Wednesday nights. Guys, it's incredible. And we've only just begun. So in 2018, our hope is that we can finalize our master plan for how God would want us to, to build out and use that building most effectively. And man, when I think about already the impact that the Fort Myers Dream Center has made, it's incredible. It's crazy to think that last September when Hurricane Irma came through, God raised up the Dream Center to kind of be the hub of outreach for the Orange Army. And my goodness, we saw dozens and dozens of semi-trailers bringing supplies from all across the country and uh, over a thousand, over 1,500 people just from our church alone who were mobilized in the Orange Army to go out and serve the hurting and the broken during that season after Hurricane Irma. We were able to not only serve thousands and thousands of people, but we were able to serve dozens of other churches as well and offer resources and help and, and manpower to those churches as well to get them back up and running and help them serve the community as well. What an incredible thing God has done. And then I think about over the holidays down at the Dream Center, we hosted a, a Christmas mall. 
And the vision behind that was looking around the needs of our community and recognizing that there were so many families and single moms with young children who needed and were in a, in a pinch because they weren't going to be able to provide Christmas. And thanks to your generosity, Next Level Church, you brought in toys, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of toys. And through your generosity, we were able to bless hundreds and hundreds of families, parents, to be able to provide Christmas when they wouldn't have been able to any other way. And as a matter of fact, during the day of the event at the Dream Center, I was able to talk to, and our video team caught up with a woman named Janae Jackson. And she was pretty impacted by what we were able to do through Next Level Church in the Fort Myers Dream Center. I want you to hear her story. Take a look at this. I'm a single mother of three. I have a 14-year-old Faith. I have a 12-year-old Trinity, and I have a three-year-old Grace. And I have struggled so much to provide for them. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I have struggled so much. Oh, God. And I'm so thankful for this blessing. This is a blessing. You have changed my life because I was going to try to scrape up or figure out what to do. Grace wanted a kitchen and she wanted a dollhouse. The girls like makeup and God provided all three today because of your program and your service and your outreach. And I just thank you for it and I thank God for it. So thank you for what you've done for my family. God bless you and Merry Christmas. You guys, we can, we can talk about buildings and land and locations and cities. I just want you to know that it's always, only, ever, always been about the one. It's about the Janae Jacksons. And God wants to continue to bless our church so we can make a difference in the life of the ones. That's a single mom that we impacted over the holidays, and we could tell that story thousands and thousands of times of how God has used our church in 2017 to make a difference. So 2018 for our Fort Myers Dream Center really looks like putting together that master plan and continuing to raise funds so that we can build that out. The goal would be, our hope would be, that the Fort Myers Dream Center can be fully operational and functional, including Sunday church services by fall of 2019. So you guys, I'm excited. Think of what God could do to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. What could God do? He's calling us to enlarge the place of our tent. But then Isaiah 54 goes on and it says, stretch your curtains wide. What are we called to do in this next season as a church? We're called to stretch our tent curtains wide. See, church, we have said for years that the vision of God for Next Level Church moves forward at the pace of two things, leaders and resources. Leaders and resources. And so we have beefed up, we have, we have gotten crazy strategic and aggressive about those two things, leaders and resources. It was just this weekend, Friday night, that Sarah and I had the opportunity to go to our Ascend retreat, kickoff retreat for our Ascend School of Biblical Leadership. And this is our second year, and we were there for the launch of it on Friday night. They had an entire retreat this weekend. We have 
30 students this year going through our Ascend School of Biblical Leadership. Not to mention our Next Level Leadership Academy that has close to 20 young people who are being trained up day in and day out. 18 to 23 year olds in our NLLA. It's incredible. I think about our coaches, our assistant coaches, our admin coordinators. All of our serve team members who are, who are at coaches retreats and at different trainings that we're offering in team nights throughout the year. Why? To empower and to equip leaders. Because we know that, that next level church will move forward at the pace of our leaders and of our resources. Church, God's given us a huge vision and we know that where God guides, he also provides. And so for us, we are believing and we believe that God has asked us to stretch our tent curtains wide this year. God's given us a stretch goal in terms of kingdom builders this year. And so in 2018, our goal for kingdom builders is $3 million. Now, I know for some of you, you're like, what? (laughs) Hey, guess what? We serve a big God. We serve a big God, and we just know that God can provide. And if he's leading us into this, we're going to be faithful and diligent. We're going to listen to his voice, and we're going to just continue to be extravagantly generous and watch what God can do. And so here's what we've done. If you've been around Next Level for any number of years, then you have probably heard me teach on this idea that when you have a need, you have to sow a seed. And Sarah and I, for over 25 years, have lived this as a married couple. And when we started Next Level 15 and a half, almost 16 years ago, this was a pillar of Next Level Church as well. That whenever you're facing a big need, God's called you then to sow a seed. Because you can't have a harvest without sowing a seed first. You can't get the harvest, then sow seed. No, no, no. You sow seed in in preparation for, in expectation for the harvest. Does that make sense? So here's what God laid on our heart. Several months ago, last fall, as as we knew we were going to be casting this vision for a $3 million kingdom builder goal, God began to speak to us as a leadership team that we needed to sow a seed in advance of that harvest. And so here's what we did. We prayed about it, and we felt like the Lord said, I want you to sow the largest seed you have ever sown in the history of Next Level Church. And so we talked to our board of directors, and they were unanimously on board. And so here's what we did. We found six of our pastors who pastor our brotherhood coaching churches across the country. And every one of these six of these pastors and these churches are in a building program right now that they're either believing God for land to buy land or they're believing God to build a building. Many of them are in the process of acquiring both. And so we found two pastors in Philadelphia. It just worked out that way. One pastor in South New Jersey, two pastors on the East Coast of Florida and one pastor in Oklahoma. Those were the six God laid on our heart. And so we sowed a seed collectively of $300,000 to those pastors. And so last fall in October at our Next Level Leadership Conference, we wrote six $50,000 checks for those building programs in all six of those churches. And then we kind of got a little crazy and we invited all of those pastors and their wives into our video studio (laughs) after the conference to, and they thought they were there to give a testimonial about the conference and what it meant to them. But what they didn't know is Sarah and I were about to interrupt their video session and surprise them with a seed check for $50,000. And so the couple you're about to meet are Brad and Leah Leach. And we, they've been in our brotherhood coaching for five straight years. They are in South Philadelphia, like literally in the hard soil of downtown Philadelphia. They meet, I think at South Philly high, like in the, like, like fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like (laughs) born and raised, like, th- like they're in hard soil. 
And Brad and Leah actually planted that church. They moved from Detroit and planted that church seven or eight years ago. And they came to Next Level Church and we did their pre-launch church planting training for them. So we've taken this whole journey with them. So they came into the studio and, well, take a look at this. So this is for you guys. Come on. So you can go ahead and open it. No it is a check for $50,000. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Holy cow. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Love you, Duke. Wow. That's for real. <laughs> Love you, man. This is, this is a word of faith. Come on. Oh, my God. Into it. We, we have felt like this is the time, like it's about to happen. Come on. And, uh... <laughs> This is pushing me over the edge. <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it? Come on, let's celebrate. So church, you need to know when you give, when you live generously, we live to give. That's one of our core values. Listen, you're a part of that. Think of it. We're a part of making a difference in the lives of thousands of people in other cities across the country that will never meet until heaven. But we're a part of their salvation story. We're a part of what God's doing in those churches. So on the way out of your locations today, whatever service you're in, you're going to receive this. It's our Kingdom Builders card for 2018. It's got most of our points of passion on the back. Take this home. Stick it on your refrigerator. Put it on your dashboard of your car or on your mirror in your bathroom. And as you see it, let this prompt you that we are in this together. And we're praying that God's going to continue to use us in mighty, mighty ways. And then here's what I would ask. The three questions we always talk about in terms of generosity. And it's this, what can we afford, what can we sacrifice, and what can we believe God for? And I just believe that if each one of us who call Next Level Church our home financially will, will ask those three questions, that God will show up. And he'll prompt us above and beyond the tithe, and we'll be able to see that $3 million goal, that miracle come to pass, and thousands and thousands of lives will be better and impacted for eternity because of it. So Isaiah 54 says, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide. Then number three, what's God calling us to do? Do not hold back. Church, God has put a holy passion inside of me that we as families and married couples, we as single people, retired people and students need to make God's house the priority this year. Because what we're a part of is the mission of God. This is God's mission on earth today. This is plan A, and there is no plan B. And it's so easy in our world today, in our hurry-up world, in our busy world, in our, our, our consumption world, to let other things compete against God's house. But parents, married couples, single people, I believe there's no greater commitment we can make than to be fully engaged this year with our family in God's church the church doesn't compete with everything else. Everything else needs to compete with the church. And we've got to think this through with our families. And let me give you three ways to think this through with our time, with our talent, and with our treasure. Because see, what's important gets time, doesn't it? Like ladies, if you're dating a guy and he says you're so important to him, but he won't give you time, well, <laughs> our talent What's important gets the best of us, not the leftovers. Well, how are we using our talents if this really is God's plan A? 
And if we really are the church, how are we using our talents, our passions, our giftings, our abilities to forward God's mission, our treasure? What's important in our life gets priority financially, doesn't it? So does how we spend our finances reflect our heart for God's house? I mean, think about it. Our souls are fed here. Our our souls are challenged here. Our relationships are found here. We are known here. We are encouraged here. We are strengthened here. Do our finances reflect that? We don't think about it often like that, but it's true. God's calling us to not hold back. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. And then Isaiah says, lengthen your cords. Lengthen the ropes. Next Level Church, this year, we want to see twice as many people serving as ever before at our locations. I am casting that vision. Locations, I'm coming. I'm telling you. Listen, God wants to see us engaged. Peter said it this way. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received, not to serve yourselves, but to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Every location, I challenge you. If you if you served at one point in the past, but what, for some reason you've, you've stopped serving at your location, now's the time. It's time to re-engage. Go to nextlevelchurch.com slash serve and get back in the game. Teenagers, you're not too young to serve. We need you. Come on, students and parents, if your teenagers want to serve in the house of God, encourage that parents were so so worried that that little johnny or little Janie's gonna not they're they're gonna miss out on something if they don't have violin lessons 17 nights a week and if they're not in every travel league and every bowling league and every lacrosse league i don't even know what lacrosse is (laughs) newsflash parents most of our kids aren't gonna play for the yankees thank god But guess what? All of us want our kids to grow up and be people of character, people of integrity, people of morals, people of of, of a solid foundation, right, parents? That's what we want. Guess what? They're going to learn that way better in church than in the dugout. And yet, how often do we prioritize all of that? And yet, God's house plays second fiddle. Man, I think we just, I think we got to get this right. This is where the moral compass comes from. This is where the moral foundation, this is where character is built. When we're serving, when we're laboring, when we're a part of the life of a local church. And if I'm passionate about if I got a holy discontent about anything, it's that. Man, we're so busy and and God's house is here to it's it's just your kids will serve Jesus way longer than they'll play golf. I'm just telling you. Well, listen, by the way, if you're creative, 
if you edit video or shoot video, if you watch video, we have central serve teams. Okay, creative, we need you. Photography, we need you. Graphic design, we need you. Listen, here's the deal. Go to our next step area. Like if you're like, cool, I want to serve. What do I do? At minimum, go to nextlevelchurch.com slash serve. But if you need help, go to, the, go to the next steps area at your location. I'm just telling you, it matters, it matters. Why? Because God's called us to lengthen our ropes. And then number five, God's called us to strengthen our stakes. He's called us to strengthen our stakes. Here's the deal. In order for God's church to become everything God wants it to become this year, we must strengthen ourselves. But here's the deal. If it's true that this is God's plan A and there is no plan B, that we are the church, then guess what? We can't do this in our own strength. That's why Paul wrote in Ephesians 6.10, Finally, be strong, not in your own strength, not in your own talents, not in your own ideas, not in your own wisdom, not in your own uh, work ethic. No, no, no. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Church, our strength doesn't come from us. It comes from God. And God's called us to strengthen the stakes this year to drive the stakes deeper, to get in God's house, to get in God's word, to get into prayer, to get accountable, to get in a group, to get on a team. Why? Because we need the strength of the Lord because we are the church. So church, my challenge to you this weekend as we kick off this series, as we talk about what could be and should be in 2018, 2019, 2020 and beyond, you're a part of the local church. You're a part. So here's my question and my challenge to all of us. What does one giant step in to the vision look like? What does it look like? I believe every one of us, of the thousands of people who call Next Level Church their home, whatever location you're at, wherever you are, what does one big step in look like? Isn't it time to take that step? Imagine what's possible. Imagine what God could do. Imagine how many more Janais we could reach. Church, I've been saying this recently in various groups around Next Level as I'm traveling and seeing and doing trainings and stuff. Adults, what would you have given to have a church like this when you were eight, nine, ten years of age? What would you have given to have a church like Next Level Church that you could be a part of when you were 13, 14, 15, struggling with identity issues in the middle school thing? What would you have given to have a church like this? Well, guess what? We have the ability, the opportunity to provide this kind of church for the next generations. That's what we're a part of. We are the church. It's us. We're doing it. So God, thank you. Thank you that you've allowed us to be alive in a city like this, in a region like this, in a church like this, at a time like this. Our nation is desperately seeking hope and purpose and meaning and significance. They're trying to figure it out, and we, the church, have the answer. And so, God, I pray that every one of us who are part of Next Level Church would see ourselves as the church. We don't go to church. We are the church. This is not my church or Matt's church or the staff's church or your church. This is our church. We are the church. And so, God, I pray that there would be a holy fire, a holy passion that begins to rise up in us by the thousands, God. Whether we're 8, 18, 28, 38, 68, 88, or 108, God, use us this year. 
to make a difference like never before in the lives of thousands and thousands and thousands of people, one Janae at a time, one teenager at a time, one person at a time. God, I can't think of a better thing to give our lives to than your plan A. God, thank you that we are the church. I pray blessing on each one now in Jesus' name and everybody at every location who agreed said, amen. Come on, let's thank God. Let's thank God. We're the church.